everyone, and welcome to 7 Mile Chats. Today is our very special episode, our favorite episode, our student episode. And today I am talking with Ava, who was actually on the podcast last year as a sixth grader, and now she's come back as a seventh grader. Hi, Ava. Hi. How are you doing today? Good. You had some exams today, right? Yes. What exams did you take? Language arts and Spanish. We feel okay about them? Okay, good. Um, what else would you like to tell the listeners about yourself? Um, I like to play soccer. Okay. Do you play soccer here at school or on a... You do? Is that a spring one or a fall one here? Spring. Okay. What do you do in like the fall and the winter for fun? Um, I just hang out with my sister and that's pretty much it. Okay. And your friends. Are you in drama? Do you do the play? Yes. I do. Okay. So you do the play. Um, well, great. Well, I'm excited to talk about the verse you chose, which is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 and 5. And this is a pretty famous one. Um, so I'm excited to talk about it. So I'm going to have you read that first. So can you read the verse first? Love is patient. Love is kind. It not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Great. So my first, uh, well, actually, I'll give a little background. So chapter um, 13 of 1 Corinthians is really famous. It's known as like the love passage, and it's used a lot at like weddings. Um, The Corinthians were a community in Greece that uh, Paul was writing instructions to as early Christians. Um, But why did you choose this passage? That's my first question for you. I just liked it because it was about love and how love is like different things and how God loves us. Mm -hmm. And how we should love each other too, right? So you agree with Paul's definition of love? Yes. Mm -hmm. Why does love need to be patient and kind and all of those things? Why is it important to love like that? Because your love should be like forever and you should always love God and you should love others and yourself. Good. And I mentioned this is often used at weddings. Why do you think this passage is often used at weddings? Because at weddings, you're supposed to like love the person you're about to marry for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. Mm-hmm. And it reminds the couple that what love is supposed to be. And hopefully when they're saying the vows, they're like agreeing to be patient with each other and like kind to each other and not boast and things. Are there any words that like are not mentioned in Paul's passage that you might say love needs to be? Like, would you put in a word? Love is beautiful. Oh, I like that. I like that. What else would you like to say about this passage, Ava? Is there anything else you want to say about why you chose it? No, not really. (laughs) How else can this passage help us to love others? So we talked about how it can help us love like a couple, like a a partner, but like how can it help us maybe just love our neighbor or love ourselves? Because if God loved us, we should love other people because that's what he wants us to do. Absolutely. And to be like patient with ourselves and patient with others. And Great. Well, thank you so much for doing this two years in a row. I'm curious, why did you want to do it a second time? I just thought it was fun. Good. And you can share this with all your friends and family to listen to. Awesome. Okay. Any final words before we end, Ava? No. All right. Well, thank you for doing this. Thank you. Hi, everyone, and welcome to 7 Mile Chats. I'm here with my second guest, Jasper, who's actually also been on the podcast before. Welcome, Jasper. 
I. What made you decide to come back and do the podcast again? I really liked it, and I like talking about the Bible, so I think this is a fun experience. That's great. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself, like your hobbies, interests, what you like? So I'm an eighth grader at St. Bridget, and um, I like to play baseball. I ski in the winter for Wintergreen Race Team, and I play tennis with my friends a bunch, and I like to go fishing at the beach. Yeah, you do stay really active. Like, I mean, you do a lot of things. Is there a favorite sport or a favorite activity? Um, I really like skiing, but if it was like a sport that I do year-round, I'd say I like baseball the most. Mm-hmm. I feel like I I knew that. Also, Model UN. Oh, court. yeah. I, I do Model UN with Miss Struckley. It's, it's fun. <laughs> what do you like about Model UN? I like debating with people, like random people from different schools. Like, you can just say stuff about your country, and, like, people will argue with you, but then you can be like, no, that's, no. <laughs> I know you guys like to debate. Yeah, and I enjoy going to the conferences, too. It's fun to see you guys doing all that and practicing. So we're here to talk about the Bible, as you said, and what I'm going to have you do is read the passage you've chosen, and then we're going to talk about it. Okay, so I'm reading Genesis um, 37, 13 through 21. So Israel said to Joseph, are your brothers not tending your flocks at Shechem? Come and I will send you to them. I am ready, Joseph answered. Go then, he replied. See if all is well with your brothers in the flocks and bring back word. So he sent him off from the valley of Hebron. When Jesus reached Shechem, a man came upon him as he was wandering about in the fields. What are you looking for? The man asked him, I am looking for my brothers, he answered. Please tell me where they are tending the flocks. The man told him, they have moved on from here. In fact, I heard them say, let us go to Dothan. So Joseph went with after his brothers and found them in Dothan. They saw him from a distance, and before he reached them, they plotted to kill him. They said to one another, here comes that dreamer. Come now, let us kill him and throw him into one of the cisterns here. We could say that a wild beast devoured him. We will see them what we will see then what comes from his dreams. But when Reuben heard this, he tried to save him from, from their hands, saying, We must not take his life. All right, good. Why did you choose this passage about Joseph and his brothers, Jasper? Um, I chose it because um, I think it's kind of crazy how someone of your own bloodline would try to kill you <laughs> and, and because they say you're a dreamer. And then um, I also think it's nice that um, Reuben said, let's not, t- oh, let's not kill him and that he actually has good in his heart and that he loves his brother. Yeah, good. I, I'm glad that Reuben's stepped up in that moment too and realized. So earlier in this passage of Genesis, Joseph is telling about these dreams that he had and their dreams about like how there's 12 stars in the sky and like 11 are shining or like one is shining brighter than the others. And like the brothers cl- clearly know that it's like him talking about how he's better than them. <laughs> I don't know. Have you? How would you react if you were in that moment with like your so sibling, you have two siblings. Yeah. They're like telling about a dream and how they're better than you. How would you react? Um, I'd be like, uh, sure, you guys are better than me at some times in your life, but other times we're all equal. And I feel like we shouldn't be like pointing fingers at who's better and who's like worse. And I feel like we should just love each other because I don't think siblings are about like rivalry and like yelling at each other. Siblings should be like, still should like, like each other because like, uh, my siblings sometimes will yell at each other and get in fights. So we always have to come back and say, like, sorry, because there's always going to be points in time where you need your brother, you need your sister to, like, stand by your side and, like, help you. I think that's really well said. I think this story definitely teaches us about 
the wrong way to treat our siblings in the right way. And I like how you said that someday, you know, there's moments where we may not like our siblings, but there's certainly going to come a day where we're going to need to rely on each other. So I think that's well said. Um, What else would you like to say? Anything else like about this passage or you think it can teach us? I think we should not throw people in cisterns (laughs) and say um, wild beasts ate them. And I feel like um, I also um, think it was nice that like the farmer told Joseph like uh, exactly where they were and that he was overhearing them. Because I think if the um the guy didn't tell the, tell Joseph that he was in Do- that they were in Dothan, Joseph would have never found their brothers. And so I think that's a crucial part in the story. You're right. That is. That's a part of the story that I don't really you know pay much attention to. So I like that you picked up on that. Yeah, it definitely teaches us not to lie and not to like mislead people, um, especially not our siblings. Any final thoughts or things you want to leave us with? Mm, I, I guess read the Bible. <laughs> It'll keep you holy and um. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I like how um, there's so many stories, right? And the stories are fun, but they can also, like, teach us things. And so I think, um, I don't know if you agree, but, like, a lot of, like, the Old Testament stories are kind of wild, but they teach us things. That's what we Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much, Jess, for, for being here. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, I, I want. I guess I could do this again because I'm graduating. It's kind of sad. I know. I know. Well, thank you for being here, and thanks for talking about this passage with us.